Today on Lawfare No Bull. President Biden delivered his closing remarks at the virtual summit for democracy on December 10th. The summit was a two-day event where Biden met with government leaders, members of the private sector, and civil society to discuss issues ranging from COVID-19 and vaccination efforts to voting rights, the climate crisis, cybersecurity, and emerging tech. This is the first of two democracy summits, the second of which will be held a year from now. Thank you, everyone, for participating in the Summit for Democracy and for renewing our dedication to the shared values that are the root of our national and international strength. In the lead-up to this gathering over the last two days, we've heard government leaders, as well as Democratic reformers from every region of the world, talk about the challenges democracy is facing and the opportunities for its renewal. We facilitated conversations and connections among mayors around the globe, from Mesa, Arizona, to Mannheim, Germany, and other leaders who were in the front lines of demonstrating the power of democracy through local governments, governance. We've shown a spotlight on the importance of protecting media freedom and how advancing the status of women and girls is an investment in the success for our democracies. And we focused on the need to empower human rights defenders and make sure technological and technology enables so much of our lives that is used to advance democracies, to lift people up, not to hold them down. We've heard the concerns of young people who have had a greater stake in the future than anyone else, and they've made that clear, about what matters to them most and how important it is to make sure their voices are included in our democracies. And though each of our nations faces unique challenges, and many of the specific circumstances are different, the threat we face and the solutions we seek have a common antecedent. This is not a struggle of anyone facing it alone. It's all of us. And the commitments we've made to ourselves, to our own people, to one another, will not only strengthen our own democracies by pushing back against autocracies, fighting corruption, and promoting human rights for all people, this is going to help seed fertile ground for democracy to bloom around the world. And I'm so encouraged by the energy and the enthusiasm we've seen to rally people around the world in support of our shared democratic values. As just one example, in advance of the summit, the presidents of Panama, Costa Rica, and the Dominican Republic formed, quote, an alliance to strengthen democratic institutions and to, quote, to cooperate cooperate on transparency, human rights, economic development, and strengthening democracy throughout the region. This is a sort of inspiring commitment and partnerships that I hope we'll see more of as we undertake this issue in the next year of action. And I hope that each of our countries are going to measure the results of our efforts so that we can report back on our progress at a second summit for democracy next year, when I hope to welcome each of you in person. For, the, for our part, as I said yesterday, the United States is committed to strengthening our democracy at home and to working with parties around the world, around the globe, to prove that democracies can deliver for people on issues that matter most to them. Here at home, that means working to make real the full promise of America, including by enacting both the Freedom to Vote Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. Because what's true around the world is also true in the United States. The sacred right to vote, to vote freely, the right to have your vote counted, is the threshold liberty for democracy, for every democracy. 
With it, anything's possible. Without it, virtually nothing's possible. So we have to come together and get it done, and we will. The United States is also going to continue efforts to beat the pandemic, working with the World Health Organization, COVAX, and other partners to save lives, vaccinate the world against COVID-19, and advance health security for everyone. We're leveraging our democratic partnerships like the G7 and the Quad to amplify our shared capacity to produce and deliver vaccines and to help get shots in arms for everyone everywhere. We're taking on climate crisis, the, the climate crisis with a seriousness and urgency, responding to the moral, with moral clarity we're seeing coming from young people around the world. And we're affirming the democratic values that are at the heart of our international system and which have been the foundational elements of, for decades of global growth and prosperity. And we're committed. We're committed to working with all who share those values to shape the rules of the road that are going to govern our progress in the 21st century, including on issues of cybersecurity and emerging technologies, so the future generations continue to reap the benefits of liberty and democracy as we have. And the final message I want to impart as we close out this summit for democracy is that we know how hard the work is that's going to be ahead of us. But we also know we are up to the challenge. Because I've said before, and as this gathering has demonstrated, the democratic world is everywhere. Autocracies can never extinguish the ember of liberty that burns in the hearts of people around the world, in every portion of the world. It knows no borders. It speaks every language. It lives in anti-corruption activists, human rights defenders, journalists, peaceful protesters, and the front lines of this struggle all around the world. It lives in town council meetings, union elections, daily small acts that occur around the globe whenever people come together to solve problems and to bridge differences. And in all the ways civil society empowers individuals to have a direct say in the issues that impact on their, their lives, that impact on them personally. And so defending democracy demands a whole of society effort, it requires all of us, the leaders of governments, we, we have a responsibility to listen to our citizens to strengthen the guardrails of democracy and to drive reforms that are going to make transparent, accountable governments, governance more resilient against the buffering and the buffeting forces of autocracy and those who want a naked pursuit of power ahead of the public good. You know, we have to work together with the private sector to combat corruption, to build more equitable economies where more people can share in the benefits. We have to empower our citizens to hold accountable hold all of us accountable, the highest ideals, and to make sure our actions align with our words. And as we close out the first gathering, let's, let, let, let's together reaffirm our determination that the future will belong to those who embrace human dignity, not those who trample it, who unleash the potential of their people, not those who stifle it, and who give their people the ability to breathe free, not those who seek to suffocate their people with an iron hand. You know, as the great Irish poet Seamus Haney once wrote, once in a lifetime, a long-fought tidal wave of justice can rise up and hope and history rhyme. That tidal wave doesn't come out of nowhere. It doesn't happen by accident. It happens because people unleash the irresistible power of their dreams and their determination. Democracy is what makes it possible for hope and history to rhyme. 
And today, hope and history lie in our hands. So let's raise up our, our ambitions and rise up to meet the challenges together. Thank you, and I look forward to following through in the next year on all the commitments we're making individually. Thank you. Lawfare No Bull is produced in cooperation with the Brookings Institution and Goat Rodeo. You can support Lawfare's suite of podcasts by joining our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash lawfare. That's www.patreon.com slash lawfare. You should rate and review Lawfare No Bull wherever you found us. And you should share us on all the social medias. And as always, thanks for listening.